You know, I didn't have my first drink of alcohol until I was 33 years old. And uh, that's a long time. That was when Jesus died, by the way. He died on my 33rd birthday. That's true. But um, alcohol is a funny thing. I'm not, I'm not sad that I started drinking. In fact, I feel like I joined humanity on that night. Um, it was a weird situation. I don't know. I guess I should tell this story. A friend of mine... I, I, okay, so the question is, why didn't I ever drink before that? Well, it's because my friends never worked on me hard enough. For some reason, I was born with this personality where I seemed to be, to others, many others, unconvincible or unapproachable. Or like, uh, apparently I communicate in such a way where I seem more certain than I am. I don't know what that is, but uh, people don't try to convince me as much as they try to convince others. Um I don't know what I would do to change that. But but at any rate, my friends would... I, I took a non-drinking stance and none of my friends ever tried. So they were like, they'd never even try to get me to drink because they were like, oh, Merkley doesn't drink. You know, why even bother? I secretly resented this, by the way. But I had this other friend, my friend Tom. He did not take that very seriously so whenever we were in a situation usually this was on tour backstage at uh rock shows and whatever we were in bands and such but um whenever the alcohol would come out and i didn't drink he would pour me a drink anyway and when i refused he would just um take the drink for himself or give it to somebody else so, but that was great, right? Uh, what a wonderful thing. It's like, well, I'm going to drink. I'm going to pour you a drink anyway. And you can decide once I hand you or try to hand you the drink. Anyway, the night that I started drinking was backstage at in that Berkeley Bowl, whatever. What's the name of that place? But um, the Black Eyed Peas were backstage too because they were opening up for hit, uh, Tom's band. And uh, so there were all these people standing around when Tom made this made me a drink and himself a drink and when he went to hand me my drink I looked around and there were a bunch of people standing there and I thought god damn it I don't want to tell another group of people for the billionth time why I don't drink because every time somebody asks you offers you a drink and you say no I'm not drinking they want a big long explanation you know and it's it's a buzzkill nobody likes it right so I just said, fuck it. I'm not going to tell that story one more time. And so I had to drink. I said yes. And it was funny because then I got a little buzz and I was like talking to people backstage and like, so alcohol, it just makes you feel tired and goofy. That's really all it does. And they all thought I was doing this act. You know, they all thought that I was, I had a, a bit going. They didn't really believe that I was drinking for the very first time at 33. All right, fast forward. So I spent my 30, my, okay, so for a few years after that, I still kind of held to my old ways. In other words, I didn't immediately get into drinking after that. I kind of held back and uh, was still like, well, I made the right decision by not drinking and blah, blah, blah. But by the time a, a few years went by, I just joined the world in drinking you know, my social life, going out, being a young sing single person, being dragged around by his genitals unknowingly. Um, alcohol was a 
a great way to deal with strangers. You know, quite frankly, that's it's a social lubricant. It works. It's functional for that. You can go around and be a be around a bunch of people you normally wouldn't even want to talk to, and alcohol will loosen things up, and you can joke around or walk away or tell people to fuck off. Whatever that everything that alcohol does. So I spent my later, my mid and late thirties really catching up. I think back now about how much drinking I did. Oh my Lord. You know, three or four times a week in uh, San Francisco. And, and then it was like, you know, five, six, seven drinks a night, basically getting pretty wasted, you know? Um, I only, I've only had two real blackouts in my life, but, um, I've had a lot of brownouts, you know, when you wake up and you think, oh, fuck, who did I text? What happened? You got to look through your phone, look through your emails, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> and uh, go into, you know, damage control mode like, oh, crap. You know, I had this terrible habit of um, I still had the old the old me thinking that I, I, I drank, but I didn't want to do all the other drugs. So in San Francisco, drinking usually led to late night after parties and the after parties were all filled with cocaine. And I never, I've never done cocaine, never wanted to do cocaine because while alcohol always looked alluring, in other words, people who were drinking always looked like they were having fun. Cocaine didn't look that way to me. That's when people got really annoying and I thought, ooh, I'm, I already seem like I'm on cocaine. I don't need cocaine on top of my personality, which is already pretty overbearing. You know what I mean? So I never did it. So I would leave the parties, and then I would feel abandoned. Even though I'm the one that left, I'd feel abandoned, and I'd send all these resentful texts and stuff like that because I was lonely. Anyway, why am I telling you this story now? Well, tonight on my wall, I... Uh, somebody was commenting, being, ah, Berkeley, you're a phony artist. You do all this stuff. You're just an ex-Mormon. You know, belligerent texting, which I recognized immediately, having done that a lot in my probably early 40s. You know, <laughs> scary, right? Early 40s. Talk about a delayed um, childhood. Um, so I... I recognize for what is commented as such, and I, as I do on Facebook now, I went into Messenger. I had to confirm whether or not I was right. I knew I was right already. I knew I could spot a drunken commenter. And so I called this person through the Messenger app. First time they didn't answer. We had a little voice recording where I sent him voice recordings, basically telling him that I knew he was drunk and that his psychoanalysis was not going to be paid for. I wasn't going to give him any money for his distant psychoanalysis. but So he called me back, and, and sure enough, totally drunk. It was in Washington, D.C. I could hear birds chirping. He was slurring his words, forgetting things he just said, and basically being a drunken, belligerent fool that anybody who has been drunk or been around drunk people know. Of course, he denied that he was even drinking, which is even funnier. Who was that drunk on the Andy Griffith show? Not Floyd the Barber. But it was like that, like comical drunk. And so big deal, you know, and he kept, even after the conversation, more belligerent uh, texting. You're a racist. Ah, you're a phony intellectual. <laughs> you know, typical stuff. Anyway, I recognize that. I, I have been that guy before. 
I really have. Embarrassing. So, yeah, that's how alcohol works. The funny thing is, is I haven't really, I stopped drinking about, oh gosh, it's probably been four or five years now. I mean, not totally. I'm not, not, you know, if I, if I'm in a situation like at a wedding where I'm around strangers, I'm going to have a drink. And now that I'm such a lightweight, I don't drink anymore. That drink goes a long way. Trust me. Um, but I, but I don't really hang out with people anymore. I don't go. I'm so not interested in meeting random strangers. Like I couldn't think of it. I'm basically, I'm not being dragged around by my genitals anymore, you know? And, And by the way, if you're being dragged around by your genitals, you don't know it. You just think you're going out and socializing. But, man, once you're 52 and your genitals stop bossing you around, it's great. It's freedom. So, yeah, my 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 uh, my taste for alcohol went away with my taste for hanging out with random strangers. You know, my interest in random strangers went down and so did my uh, desire to drink. And that's always been true. I never was a type of a drinker where um, I wanted to drink alone. Ugh, I couldn't even imagine. In fact, my brother was here at my house uh, a, a few months ago helping me fix some things up. And he looked at my bar and he goes, for somebody who doesn't drink, you sure do have a lot of alcohol. And I was like, well, there you go. Somebody who drinks doesn't have a lot of alcohol. So the alcohol that's currently in my bar has been there for years, aging, you know, um, anyway, where was I going with this? That's pretty much it. That's my thoughts on drinking. That's a story about drinking. And boy, I don't miss it. I just do not miss the hangovers. I really don't miss the damage control. Oh, that thought of waking up and checking my text messages or my Facebook to see what kind of uh, sad temper tantrums I had thrown, and because uh, I mean, for the most part, I was a happy drunk. But if I felt abandoned, I would be. Whoa, what are you going to the cocaine parties, man? <laughs> just like, oh man, I just don't miss that at all. Apologizing, trying to recoil, explain myself, <clears throat> hoping that they were drunk enough that they didn't remember either. You know. All that stuff, I I really look back and I think, what a waste. It's not like I'm sitting here with a bunch of friends that I made in those days or a bunch of experiences that I cherish, you know? I don't. Those drunken days, there. I mean, I'm not going to lie, there are a few good memories, obviously, but those memories would have been great even without the alcohol, I think. And I'm not trying to give some anti-alcohol thing. I still think it's a wonderful social lubricant. Everybody should uh, drink it in the right amounts and places. And I, Honestly, I'm not even trying to give anybody advice. Just do what the fuck you want to do. I don't give a shit. I'm just uh, using you as my th- free therapist, as usual. I mean, I'd be thinking about this anyway. So why not think about it into my phone? Eh? Anyway, thanks for listening.